Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, spiritual and energy coach, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. Well, hello. (laughs) I have to say it's been a long time, four months to be exact, since the last podcast. I am dubbing this um, episode one of season three because of such a long pause. Um, And today I wanted to talk about surviving versus thriving. And Suzanne, where the fuck have you been? Um, This is completely unscripted. All of my podcasts are completely unscripted. However, I often have notes or an order in which I I wish to speak um, to help with the flow. And today I am going to leave it all up to source or the universe to guide me in whatever needs to be shared and transmitted through today. Um, It's been four months since I have recorded anything, and that is because I've been dealing with life, and quite frankly, in survival mode. So many of you know, but maybe not all of you know, that I am in the midst of separation and divorce. Um, I am one month into my new home. I have uh, shared custody of my daughter and my dogs with my ex-husband. And they're with me about 60% of the time, a little bit more than 60% of the time. And that has been so ever since I moved out at the end of June. And those are new things to navigate. I have been a mother obviously this whole time with someone who works shift work and no family immediate family surrounding us so in that dynamic a lot of the parenting uh, had rested on my shoulders and it's been me and my daughter the whole time and to move into a space where it isn't if you can hear the emotion in my voice is truly challenging, but it is offering a space in which I can take care of myself as well. I am in service to others, coaching and helping them navigate through hardships. And my job is to, my purpose is to be present to others and help others and to step up for their needs. And now I'm finding myself in a place of being able to support some of my needs in a way that I hadn't been able to do before. So this podcast went to the wayside because I was in survival mode. As we know, as we're experiencing hardships through life, uh, grief and loss, of which the ending of a relationship is grief and loss. And, you know... A majority of my story is to be left private as it is meant to be. But I will share bits and pieces because I know that I am not the only person who is moving through or has moved through separation and divorce. I know I'm not the only person who will. And I know that I have several clients and listeners who are teetering between staying or leaving. And I will say that there is no 
right or wrong answer. There is just the aligned answer for you in that moment. To say that, you know, exiting and leaving my marriage was a sudden decision. I think anyone who's been in a relationship for an extended period of time knows that's not true. And especially when there's children involved, it's such a matter of contemplation and being ready. And, you know, I had been in a relationship with someone for over 20 years. That's the majority of my adult life as I sit here at 42 years old, starting fresh, so to speak. And, you know, married for 16 years, this is not something, a decision you make lightly or exit out of. And it was my decision to exit out of our partnership, something that we had discussed several times over the last 13 plus years. And truthfully, I believe what ultimately happened is that my life events in the last six years becoming incredibly ill with both, um, you know, a liver condition and then going through navigating through cancer and coming out the other side and doing self-growth for the last 10 years, but acutely over the last five to six years is that I moved into an entirely different way and state of being. And my alignment in life had shifted and I hadn't been ready up until that point to make the decision to move forward. And, you know, there were moments in April that brought the sheer clarity of the love that I wanted in my life at some point, the love that I hoped my daughter would see. And it took incredible strength and conviction to be able to move into that space. But the moving into that space, uh, if anyone who has been through a separation, um, you know, that strength will be challenged all the way through as you're navigating with your own hurts, grief, and loss, and the other individual's hurts, grief, and loss, while trying to create as much emotional stability and support for your child or children. So this last little bit has been one of me in survival mode, uh, living through separation under the same living space is taxing on the nervous system. I was working with clients the entire time, um, managing legal things, uh, managing my own healing, um, trying to be there as a support to my daughter and showing up in all of the ways. And that is exhausting <laughs> in a whole different way. I've gone through hard. I've gone through hard before many times. Um, and this was a different kind of hard. And so it was giving myself grace and permission to move through those survival pieces to not do a lot of things. Um, it was rest where I could. It was find moments of joy and happiness where I could. It was connecting with nature where I could. And so the creativity didn't come. I did no writing. I did no podcasting. I worked and I slept 
I didn't eat very much. I'm eating again. <laughs> it didn't work out very much aside from, you know, some movement uh, in walking or maybe um, yoga, but that is what I needed. And so I also wanted to express if you're in the midst of survival of anything, illness, family illness, financial stress, whatever it happens to be, to honor that your body goes through seasons of what it needs and you can let things move to the wayside while you are taking care of you. And so now I'm a month into my own space and moving into that thriving space. I wouldn't say I'm there yet. I'm navigating through. I have new fears and uncertainties that have surfaced. I'm in the space of, you know, my biggest, my biggest fear, I believe, is my financial security, um, doing it on my own, not having a backup plan. Um, it weighs all on me and knowing that it's not just my well-being, but my daughter and my dog's well-being that they rely on, on that is probably the biggest fear. And so it's surrendering into that fear and taking the steps knowing that, you know, I've had to align to my own self-worth, my power. And where I am right now to take these unknown steps forward and trust that everything will fall into place and timing as it is meant to, that I will thrive, that I am meant to thrive as the universe supports when we trust and allow this surrender. It's been a space of holding compassion of myself and my ex-partner, knowing that we are in different phases and spaces of grief and holding compassion, that in grief, it is not linear in all of the stages. Um, we like to think of things in stages and we knock them off the list and then they're done. Um, but the stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And as we navigate through grief, different, one, different aspects of these will be triggered at different times. Our ability to move into more and more acceptance comes at a different rate and pace for everybody. And so it's been holding compassion for myself as I navigate through these, these phases and have over a longer period of time um, where my daughter's father is moving through his and that sometimes um, it doesn't lead for the healthiest interaction between us. But my hope is that we move into that space and always prioritize our daughter. That has always been the thought process moving forward. I think that separation and loss, and anyone who's gone through or is going through or contemplating going through, it allows us for this reframing of our narrative on relationships. We've bought into somehow in this Western world that in marriage we enter into this contract and, and we even say the words until death to us part, not really taking into account that until death do us part and holding on even when things are not healthy and there's toxicity because of unhealed aspects that keep getting triggered within the relationship dynamics that is not the healthiest 
for ourselves or our children to witness or to live. And I found it interesting. I was reading through, I have a couple of quotes that I wanted to leave this simple and short podcast um, with some thoughts for you to think about if you're in this space, but reframing our narrative on, on separation. The first quote that I have is from Jeff Brown, and it's from his book, Grounded Spirituality, and it goes as follows. I grew up in a broken home, but not because my parents divorced. It was broken long before when the love turned to hate. When they finally divorced, there was actually more room to breathe. All the energy that went into managing the breaks could be channeled into healing. It's time we reframed the shaming term broken home. It's riddled with assumption and judgment. And it neglects the fact that many single parents held their families together beautifully. And that many seemingly intact families are deeply broken. Because a home is not broken when parents, parents separate or divorce. A home is broken where, when there is an absence of love. If there is love, nothing is broken. So that's the first quote that maybe some of you with children need to hear. Sometimes we hold things together, believing it's the best thing for our children and that they need that stability in two parents being in the same place. However, we can move into that stability in our separation, being stable ourselves so that we can be the best support for our children. Them witnessing love as it is meant to be. Unconditional, supportive, grounded, safe. The other quote in which I found that was incredibly powerful is for those of you that have separated and are looking into new relationships. And I suppose that's a place where I'll be navigating into at some point in time. I'm not in a rush to be in a relationship. At this point in my life, I'm just getting my footing on being alone and what that looks like how to nurture myself, how to nurture my nervous system, my body, um, how to love myself fully and embrace that. But you know, I am 42. And my 21-year-old self would have said, you're old as balls, Suzanne. (laughs) You know, you're turning 43 in the fall and life is over. This isn't where I anticipated my life to be at this age and stage but it's exactly as my life is meant to be at this age and stage. And in the future, I think we all want someone to share the end of our life with, to show up and love us and support us and grow with the people that we can talk to about anything to feel that expansiveness of exploration and discovery. And so those of you that are exploring new love after separation, which can be very painful, and those who are moving into the space 
of wanting to explore this, as I know I will at some point. When that is, I don't know. But I found this quote by Mark Groves on social media. He's, his handle is Create the Love. Um, I'm sure many of you follow him. He has wonderful insights. I believe he's out of British Columbia. His quote says, we have been socialized to think that a relationship ending means we are a failure. And yet a relationship that ends can often be evidence of empowerment. It can be the moment we finally said enough and chosen ourselves, perhaps for the first time. The reason relationship endings are such potent vehicles for expansion is that the death of the relationship is often also the death of the people pleaser. It's the death death of me. Let's try that again. It's the death of conformity. It's the death of tolerating mediocrity. Whenever a relationship ends, liberation can begin if we accept the invitation. And in that liberation, there comes the freedom. Freedom to know yourself in love freedom to stand in your power and your truth, freedom to stand in your alignment and freedom to bring in new possibility of new beginnings that are in complete alignment with who we have grown to be. With that, I send love to you all. I hope to be producing more creative content as I move forward into this new space. I have such gratitude and respect for all of you who continue to support me along my journey through it all and who listen. Um, If you are listening to this podcast and you enjoy the content that I have created in the past and that I will continue to commit to create in the future, please like it, share it, leave a five-star review. a five stars and leave it an actual written review. You can also leave me a Google review. Um, if you are a client of mine, all of these things help me expand my business. And as I said, my business is, I believe that I'm putting myself in a position where it will grow because it has no choice but to as I navigate these steps on my own. Much love to you, much strength. You can move through anything. As always, I am here as a support if and when you feel called to work with me, whether individually, virtually, or for an eight-week course. All the best. Bye for now.